All right, guys, we're live. It's real talk. We just uh, we're in the middle of a segment here, but we're going now. So uh, for, for me personally, I, I said this last week. Um, spoiler, I thought I thought the Steelers were going to win this game. And I, I don't have a score prediction and I don't I'm not even going to start to get into one. But I'm just I look at I look at the X's and O's and I look at the the matchup here. And we're, we're been big on matchups all year. And it seems like we've been right on some. We've been wrong on some. But truthfully, if you're looking at this game objectively, as I am, because I'm not a fan of either of these teams. These are two of the best teams in the AFC. I think to myself, how are the Ravens going to win this game? Yeah, that's, a, that's a credible reason or a question to ask yourself. And you're like, well, they're going to they're gonna run the ball. Nobody has had success running the ball outside of Philly's one broken play on this defense. Okay, so let's... Okay, well, then at that point, they're going to have to pass the Ravens haven't been good at passing the football this year. So then I look at the Steelers and I say, what, what can they do to, to score on the Ravens? Exactly what they've been doing on everybody. This is a good Ravens defense. I'm not trying to downplay it, but I think they probably tighten up a little bit and the Steelers don't score as much. What's the most, what's the least they've scored this year? 26, 26. Okay. That's fine. I like the Steelers 24, 10, 24, 14. I don't, I don't see the Ravens walking up and down the field. I think this is the least amount they score. How many did they end up scoring on the Chiefs? Over 14 because um, they had the yeah, pick six, right? They Didn't that, they have a... yeah, well, they had a late touchdown. I don't remember the score. Um, one of the games last year, Lamar had three interceptions against the Steelers. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I just I don't think that Lamar has enough to carry them offensively. Like, I don't – like Nathan's prediction there, I see 21-17 – I mean, maybe this sounds a little cocky because the Ravens are, have been so dominant the last year and a half, but I don't see the Ravens getting to 21 points today. I don't either. I, I don't think there's a way that the Ravens are able to move the ball. Here's how they score on Pittsburgh. Defensively, special teams, a broken play by Lamar. Okay, I don't think there's a passing situation where Lamar is going to best the Steelers today. I just don't. Yeah, I- I don't think the Ravens will have a touch. Like they won't score a touchdown on the Steelers with a drive that goes like nine or more plays. They're no. not going to be able to like methodically move down the field. on. I don't think so either. And I, I just, goodness, if you guys haven't got a chance to watch the Steelers run defense yet, I've never seen a Steelers run defense this good in my entire life. And I've been watching some pretty good defenses over the years. I know Tampa's got a good one, but like, it's almost comical. Like, um, uh, first and third in the NFL in quarterback hits is Stephon Tuitt and TJ Watt. First and second in the league in tackles for loss is uh, Vince Williams and TJ Watt, both on the Steelers. Uh, the, the amount of tackles and hits that the Steelers get in the backfield in these one-on-one matchups, it's, it's, it's really crazy. So it's not a shock that we're that we're six and zero. Really, when you when you look at how dominant our defensive and offensive lines have been. Um, we have three pro bowlers on the offensive line. So I don't know. I, I just, I love these games so much. Raven Steelers. I wish we could just get to one o'clock and watch it at this point. But I mean, we, we've really set our piece. If any of you guys have any different things, I mean, I see maybe Devin Bush being a factor if Lamar ends up running for a lot of yards, but uh, let us know any score predictions or who you feel is the team that's going to win. Because if, if you haven't watched a lot of Steelers Ravens, you know, they're both really good. Big Ben, Barbie and Ken, it's rain and men, don't matter, Ravens by three. All right, Matt. Wow. That's fair. Matt, I I just don't – what, is it three to nothing? Is it ten to seven? I just don't see the Ravens walking up and down the field on the Steelers. Maybe I'm wrong, but, I mean, I don't see that happening. I don't We're know. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. We're going to find out real soon. It's on right at 1 o'clock, which is kind of an unusual time slot for them. They usually get one prime time and then one 4 o'clock, but uh, we're and, blessed. Uh, I saw I saw two other people's top 10s after uh, 7 to 3. Um, I, saw, uh, I saw two other top 10s after our earlier pod this week, and um, if we beat the Ravens, hopefully now, finally, we'll be able to uh, get to that one spot for everyone else, but... Apparently, we're not quite good enough to be known as the best team in the NFL yet, but I believe we beat the Ravens today. My score prediction, 
is 27-14. Yeah, I like 24-14 or 24-10, somewhere in there. Um, I don't. I just don't see the Ravens scoring a bunch on this defense. I don't. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this, watch this half. be the game. Watch this be the game Lamar Jackson looks like Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady just dices you guys. But I doubt it. I, show me it. Show me I, that you can do that. I just I do think these are the top two defenses in the league. I think Tampa's up there in the conversation, but I don't think anyone would have too much of a problem with me saying these are the top, top two defenses in the league. So 27 is more than enough points to win this game, I believe. I think 24 might even be enough to win the game, whoever gets there first. Yeah, yeah, 20 might even. Who knows? We'll see. Game two. Uh, yeah, game two. This is this is a big one. There's a nice storyline to this one. Uh, the 5-2 and two Rams are traveling from west to east to play the Miami Dolphins 3-3. Three and three. There's kind of a big story mark in Miami today. Tag Lavioli. <laughs> well, I mean... I'll tell you what, if Tua balled out this weekend, it wouldn't be the first it wouldn't be the first Tungaloloa to ball out this weekend. His brother was balling out for Maryland on Friday night. Uh, if you guys haven't seen the the score of the Maryland and Minnesota game, go check out the box score. Tua's younger brother is a straight dog. But wow. uh, let, let's talk about Tua. Tua's getting his first start today against Aaron Donald. Yep. How do you see how do you see this one going, Brad? He's gonna suck. <laughs> Um, I, 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 I like that. I, I, I don't even know if it's going to be to his fault. I just, um, from what I've seen from the dolphins, they've played well and we've all been high in the dolphins and they've been improving, but that offensive line is not the best. I'd say they're a middle to lower end of the, of the league. Like they're probably in the, in the third percentile range, somewhere from that 16 to 24 area. And um, Aaron Donald, I, I just think Tua is going to be under a lot of pressure. I don't think the Dolphins have a true dominant number one. So Jalen Ramsey is going to be able to completely isolate one side. Of, unless they have him follow Devontae Parker, which could happen. But either way, I think this defense might prove to be a little bit too much. I'd say the only thing that, that could could be a factor is the Rams are on a short week. And because um, uh, they played um, Monday night, right? They're on a, a little bit of a shorter week, and they got to go from LA cross country to Miami and play an early window one o'clock game. But <clears throat> the the Rams look really good. Um, the Dolphins defense looks good, but I just think this is the wrong time to put in Tua, for me personally. And you can say with the bye week, they've had a lot, a lot of game planning to help Tua. You know have the best game plan available for him but um everyone has a game plan until Aaron Donald's in the backfield in like 0.8 seconds every play I just uh our boy Michael Dieter he's gonna be he's gonna be in the trenches with Aaron Donald today good luck my guy um best of luck but Aaron Donald's a monster and this Rams defense you know they're a top six seven defense in the league with those two studs and the Rams offense schematically, Sean McVay can give them an edge against a lot of teams, but I like the Rams in this game, and I, I don't think Tua does very well. I'm not saying he's going to turn the ball over a lot, but I just I don't like Tua. Exactly, Matt, you can't game plan for Aaron Donald. So Tua's first start, he's going to be under duress immediately. Um, it's, just, it, it's just fun to watch Aaron Donald. It's, it's almost comedy. Like I'm telling you guys – and you've probably done this, you turn on a Rams game and on defense, you just watch Aaron Donald, and after every play, they're showing a replay of how he destroyed a double team in, like, under a second and a half. Just, like, it's it's incredible. Miami with the upset, 17-14. Again, I could I, see it. The short week far across country, I, I, I could see the Dolphins winning and hope maybe to approve me wrong. Well, I see this game going one of two ways. I, I think either the Rams win or it's a tie because it seems like rookie quarterbacks always tie before they get their first win nowadays. <laughs> but I mean, all jokes aside, this Rams team is pretty darn good. I think we're starting to come back around on them. Uh, you know, they're one of their two losses this year is to an AFC East opponent. Do they drop another one? I don't think so. Not here, not to Tua in his, in his rookie start. The dolphins are, 
they're a good football team. I think we both agree they're a good football team. I just don't think they're they're not good enough to go toe to toe with the Rams today. And I think they're going to have a slight chance only because of the fact that you know the, the jet lag of what you said the short week and then they're going east to west to east and it's a one o'clock and and statistics typically go against games like that. But I still like the Rams here, and I'm 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 not entirely sure why outside of. Aaron Donald and how well this this team's still able to uh, execute on offense and you know they, they have one bad week I, get, I think it was against the Giants a couple weeks back outside of that they've scored on pretty much everybody I like them to win here too yeah um remember when the 49ers came across they uh they the Dolphins speed bagged them remember the Dolphins yeah. blew up the 49ers I mean yeah the Dolphins on their day when they're firing all cylinders are a tough team to stop but the, the jury's there's just too much unknown from what he's going to produce in the NFL. And uh, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Moving right along here. This is going to be the game of the day. The Owen seven jets are at the six and one chiefs over under <clears throat> chiefs by 21 over under gotta be over. You think so? I think they beat them by 21 in each half. <laughs> no, not, they're not going to win by 42. Um, no, the, the Chiefs, I mean, this is a total mismatch. This is easily the worst team in the league versus, for the last two years, a consensus top two or three team in the league. Yeah. Um, and it's going to look weird because they, they held the Bills to no touchdowns. So everyone's like, okay, is the defense coming around? They're not going to do that again. Chiefs, <clears throat> the Chiefs are going to have their way with the Jets. Um, last week, I went really, um, really risky and took the Eagles in my survival pick. This week, I'd like to just live easy. I have taken the Chiefs this week in my survival pick. Comes, so I'll see y'all next week. Um, yes, that is a great call out, Matt. This is going to be a lovely game for Le'Veon Bell. His second week with the team, he's going to get an increase in touches. And um, I wonder how many times he's going to get a first down or a touchdown and just look over at Adam Gase. That'll be a fun storyline to uh, keep track of. But as much as you say Bell's going to be running mad, the entire Chiefs team is going to be running mad. This is so far through seven weeks going into week eight. I believe before a game, this is the most lopsided of a game we've seen yet that hasn't been played. Um I can't, I can't find one reason or anybody who's not just trying to get a laugh that has any belief that the Jets could win this game. This would be upset of, of the decade. I mean, the Jets are that bad. So there's not really much more to say from, from me on that game. Yeah, I don't know what the spread is. If anybody can find it and wants to type it in the chats, let me know. I, uh, I'd be willing to, blindly to say over. They're covering. I think they're covering. I don't think the Jets can muster up. Because the Chiefs actually have a pretty good defense nobody really talks about. I mean, they're, no. they have a yeah. pretty darn good defense. It's not bad by any means. No. And I think their one weakness that a lot of people would agree on is, is their corners. But yet, <laughs> the Jets don't have anybody to throw to. So, uh, I, I, I like the Chiefs here big. 41 to 6, 41 to 7, 41 to 10, somewhere in there. Yeah, 41 10 sounds like something I could get down with. Yeah, and, the, and I could see that 7 coming in late, just garbage. Five touchdowns, two field goals. Yeah, just Jeez. gosh. I don't want to spend a ton more time on this unless you got something else. No, no. moving yeah. right along. Yeah, moving right along. You guys got a DraftKings play this week. Hardman, um, Bell, somebody cheap. I'd throw them in against the Jets. You're you're probably going to get some points on them, even if it's not uh, a boomer bust. You're going to get something. So, uh, moving right along, I man. That that's that's becoming a trademark saying, isn't it? Yeah, Jeff Albert pointed it out. We're just yeah. Now yeah, now we just got to punch it. Yeah, it's, keep it keep it moving here. Part of our identity at this point. We'll keep it moving here. Uh, the one in five Vikings at the five and one Packers. I believe. This is the first duplicate matchup that we've seen this year. I could be wrong, but I believe that's they played I think week one. They played week one. So this is the first time that two teams have played a second time 
if you guys remember correctly, the Packers, uh, they the blew the brakes off them. What's the that? Browns, oh, Browns, you're right. You got you got me. Good job. Good. Uh, so this is another duplicate matchup, though, and it's in division, and uh, the Packers, they, they, they made their way with them in, in, uh, in Minnesota on week one. I'd buy a moving right along shirt. Anthony, you haven't even claimed your free shirt for me. Hit me up after this. Message me. We'll get a we'll get a time to meet this week. I'll get you your shirt. Um, I like the Packers here. The Packers, you know, after their their uh, rough Tampa Bay loss, they came out. They blew the brakes off the Texans. I see them doing that again today to this what seems to be an undermanned Vikings team. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I tend to agree. Aaron Jones is out again. But Jamal Williams had like 24 touches and a touchdown. Um, he's just he's going to get the start again today. On DraftKings or FanDuel, he's going to be another cheap player, Jamal Williams. But he's going to get the start again, and he demands all the carries now that Aaron Jones is out of second week. And Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams. Um, I know in two two or three of my fantasy leagues, anyone who has Devontae Adams. I mean, he's pretty much winning you weeks. Yeah. And the Vikings are bad in a lot of places, but they're worse at cornerback. Devontae Adams is going to have a day. The whole Packers offense should have no hindering whatsoever, and the Vikings just won't be able to keep up. Uh, the Packers are just a better team, better roster. They have one loss to Tampa, and outside of that, they've pretty much just dominated every other team that they've played. So... I mean, I know they got speed bagged by Tampa. Maybe it was just a bad day at the office. Maybe they just were outmatched. But in most games, the Packers will be the team that will outmatch the other one. And I'm interested to see anybody in the comments here tell me why they think the Vikings are going to win. Yeah, I don't. Packers by 24. Yeah, that's. It's a it's division pretty- game, so it's hard to predict blowouts like that. But I'm on the same like path as you, Dad. I, I don't. I don't see the Vikings being close in the fourth quarter. Yeah, for for me, I picked the Vikings week one. Yeah, Matt. And then I picked them again week two. And then I picked them, I think, again week three when they finally got their first win. But, like, I've stopped picking them since then. I think this is this is a team with more issues than I thought they were going to have. I like the Packers big here, too, actually. I'm I'm with your dad here. 24 might be a little much for me, but... I like well, them big. I like them by 14 to 17-ish points. We say 24 might be too big, but I could see the Packers having 38 as the final. That means the Vikings would have 14. That's 38-14 or 38-17. I could kind of see a scoreline like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the Packers are too much for the Vikings. I, I, it's too much. AJ, just in time for your uh, your Vikings or your Packers. Sorry, good morning. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it is a comfortable one for the Packers. You agree? I don't think there's too much more to go in here. <clears throat> really maybe good we'll, game. Next one, though. Yeah, maybe we might differ here. We haven't differed yet, but maybe we differ here. The four and two Colts are at the three and three Lions. I'll let you start. No, I want you to start. I like the no. Lions here. I don't. I like okay. the Colts. Okay. All right, let me go first. So I like the Lions. Um. Uh, Here's why. The, two games in a row with Kenny Galladay, they have been able to muster up points, and they've been able to do it throughout four quarters. They haven't been able to do that at the beginning of half of the year. While this Colts team is better defensively than probably any team they're going to they're gonna play yet, I like the Lions to get it done. I'm hoping they go back this week, what they did two weeks ago, drive the ball down the field with, with Swift, uh, give him many carries, work in Adrian Peterson where it may. And throw the ball with with Kenny Galladay. I mean, I I like them to win here. I like Rivers to make at least one mistake in, in Lions. Close game though. This is a good one. This is a fun yeah. one, one o'clock game. I I like both offenses in this game. And yeah. for those people who don't have Kenny Galladay as a top ten receiver, he is Kenny Galladay is a, is a beast in this league. Um, and and last week he had six catches. All six of them were crazy. If you ever have, if you have a chance to look up last week, Kenny Galladay, all six of his catches were contested. He's getting hit while he's catching it, air balls, jump balls. It was, he's great. But um, I, I just, I think both offenses are pretty equal. 
and I like the Colts' defense better. They've given up the fourth uh, least amount of fantasy points to running backs. I think if they're able to stop the run, Matt Stafford, I don't know if he can carry the Lions to to a win over the Colts. Um, the Lions are the home team, but both of these teams play in domes, and they're like eight hours apart, Detroit to Indianapolis. This isn't like a true away game, in my opinion. They're pretty close. What? Like four. maybe maybe four hours. Yeah, it's, they're, they're driving four. a bus. That's they're still not eight hours. Uh, all right. Well, my time. <laughs> it's not right. eight hours. Google map. Somebody Google map. Detroit Look to Tennessee is system. like eight hours. <laughs> no. Oh, ah. Uh, all right, Casey oh, drives Lord. to places, people. <laughs> so, I, I the Colts um, are going to be able to run the ball really efficiently. They're going to run the ball for eight hours this game. And uh, I, I think they control time of possession and keep, keep the Lions' offense off the field. And, um, you know, Phillip Rivers could always Phillip Rivers. I'm not saying the Lions don't have a chance. I think the Lions could easily be 5-1 and one instead of 3-3. Three and three. What do we got here? I can't really see it. What's it say? Four, four hours, hours, 16 minutes. I literally right. said four hours. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. I'm sorry. They're bike riding. Okay. <laughs> but um, called it Cleveland, possibly shopping OBJ. AJ, two things on that real quick. One, if they're shopping OBJ, they were going to do that whether he was hurt or not. And two, with the called it thing, how many people are in the United States? Like three billion? I think <laughs> billion people called that. To be to be fair, AJ, and I could be wrong on this, but I'm almost definitely positive. They've already placed him on the IR. They cannot trade him at this point. He's well, with them till the end of the year. They're still shopping him though, so after after the year they're gonna look at where he can go. Oh, but, if you're if you're trying to say that this is it. I said it back on the, the Facebook yeah, post. That's, that, that's his last game in Cleveland, period. Everyone, the writing yeah. was on the walls. 300 yeah. million, Brad. Yeah, 3 billion, it's all the same. So, <laughs> Colts, Lions, I like, <laughs> I like the Colts here. You like the Lions. I'm, <laughs> yes, I'm interested in hearing what all you guys have to say about the Colts. Lines because this this is gonna be a really good game I think one of the better one o'clock window games so uh, OBJ is a cancer would not want that guy uh, there's plenty of teams that would take him and I've been saying for the past two years that the Seahawks should get him so we'll see moving right along let's get right into the Browns uh, the three and three Raiders at the five and two Browns we'll see if we differ here I went I went first last time Robbie good morning by the way who do you got Brad um I like the Oakland Raiders here. And I think it's going to be a shootout. And I think the Raiders put up more points. Um, I, I don't think either of these teams are, are great defensively. I don't even think any of these teams are good defensively. Um, I just like the Raiders to be able to put up more points. Um, no Nick Chubb for the Browns. No OBJ. Maybe, maybe he'll be better. Maybe he won't. But I, I like the Raiders to put up more points. Did I say Oakland? Oh man, dude! <laughs> you guys got me crying this morning. Good, good morning, Robbie. Thanks for joining. Oh, Oakland by three. <laughs> All right, uh, I, I I like. So we're gonna go two in a row here. I like the Browns to win this one. <clears throat> we uh, I don't remember if we did this. Yeah, we did this live on the pod. I don't know how many people have listened to our last game by game breakdown from week seven. We went over the remaining Browns games. And I'd like them to win this one. And I need them to win this one because, God forbid, they get a fourth win and then they'll eventually get a fifth. Uh, I need to to hang on to my money for a little bit longer. So for those of you that don't know, if the Raiders win under five games, I win 100 bucks. If they they win five or more, I lose 100 bucks. So I'm clinging on to the Browns today. I need the Browns to do some work. And when I look at this game, for me, I look back to the Colts game as a as a equivalent opponent for the Raiders. Now the Raiders are better deep, um, throwing the ball downfield. They've been better doing that, but I'm gonna take the Browns in this one only because I thought that the 
the Bengals were pretty good throwing deep. And yeah, they were successful, but it wasn't enough. I'm hoping that's the case today. I'm hoping the Browns do enough to get the W, move to a sixth win. Wow, under five. Crazy for that. Jared, look at their schedule. Look at their schedule, okay? And before any injuries came up, okay, the L.A. Chargers got way better. Their defenses was, was stacked before the injuries came up, okay? Then you have the Chiefs, who are still the Chiefs. The Broncos, before they were one of the most injured teams in the whole league, looked really good on paper, and I thought they were going to be much better. And their schedule was not – it wasn't – it wasn't favorable, Jared. If you, if you go ahead and look at their schedule, it's just like, wow, find me. We did this on a pod back, back in the AFC West breakdown where I was like, find me five wins for the Raiders, and me and Brad couldn't do it. I threw 100 bucks on it with some Raiders fans. I, I felt good about it. Yeah, now I look crazy because the Raiders were able to squeak out their – you knew they would beat the Chiefs. Everyone knew that. Stop. <laughs> Jared. It is. It is. Uh, oh goodness! I, you know, their their week one against Carolina really snake bit me because I really thought Carolina would would steal that one, and then obviously them beating the Chiefs was humongous because they beat that's Saints. one of their two guaranteed losses, and they beat them. So and they beat the Saints. I didn't think they'd beat the Saints. Which I mean, I, I, I think the Raiders. I think the Raiders outscore the Browns here. I think they win by seven points. By a they need this win. I'll give you this. They need this win more than the Browns need this. Thirty-eight, thirty-one Raiders. So you're going a week one matchup again, huh? Where Carolina and the Raiders were just going up and down the field. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fun. It's gonna be a fun one for you, Browns fans that are gonna be tuned into that. Uh, you Vegas fans that are gonna be tuned. It's gonna be a good game. Uh, the Browns are gonna have some fans in the stadium. So, uh, moving right along, the five and one Tennessee Titans are at the one five and one Bengals. I have a feeling we're going back to agreeing here. Titans bounce back big. Yeah. Um, Derrick Henry, after being held to to the 75-yard mark, the Bengals give up Carlos Dunlap to the Seahawks. Oh, God, if you have Derrick Henry, he'll be worth every penny on DraftKings or FanDuel if you have Derrick Henry. And I have to play him this week, unfortunately, in one of my leagues. Derrick Henry is going to have a monster day, and they're going to dominate time of possession in – I don't see this game being close for too long. I think the Titans win this one going away. I also like I also like Tannehill. I also like Tannehill in a DraftKings play today, only because I mean Baker was able to get five TD passes last week on on the Bengals. I think Tannehill can get a few today too. I, I like I like every bit of Tennessee today against the Bengals, and it's nothing against the Bengals. Um, it's one of two teams that me and Brad have pretty much hit dead on this year. And I mean, the Titans are just, they're a juggernaut. They're uh, Henry runs for 165, 200 all purpose, two T's. That sounds like a good stat line for me. Upset alert. 200 all purpose. Matt, Matt has called an upset on every pod this year. Bengals win. Cincy by 10. Second, Dad, you were close. (laughs) (laughs) So we have two people calling the Bengals today. I think Joe said. Joe Mixon, I don't know if he's back, he's still banged up and they haven't had a running game. And I'm not going to sit here and just jump ship on the Titans because they lost a close game to the Steelers. Let's upset alert. I I love the hype, but let's take a second to reflect on how good this Titans team is. And um, yes, any wide receiver playing the Bengals secondary is going to have a good day, Kyle. I would play especially AJ Brown. It's time. Are you saying it's time for Joe Tutty Burrow to take down the Titans? I, I just we look at the Titans as a consensus one of the top four teams in the AFC, and the Bengals have one win. I don't. I I, I like the call. I like the adversity here, but I I literally I cannot see a way that the Bengals win this game. Joe Burrow would have to score every possession. Like I said this one time, and I was wrong, and I did it with uh, Kyler Murray against the Lions. I think Titans score points on every drive today. The Bengals' defense is terrible, and the Titans' offense is really good. They the never Titans... punt. Huh? They never punt. No. I mean, if they miss a field goal, I mean, I guess. But 
they're, I just think that this Bengals defense doesn't have a prayer against the Titans offense. The Bengals have been allowing 30 points, it seems, every week. Like, I don't, I don't see a way that Joe, Joe can, Joe Tuddy can score that much. But I, I mean, I like watching the Bengals. They're fun to watch. They're a fun fantasy team through the air, but they don't have a ground game. And you got to be a complete team to beat the Titans. I'm not saying you have to be elite, but you have to be able to do a lot of things well. And the Bengals only do one, and it's passing the football. 34-31. Jeez. I can't wait to watch it, Matt. If you're right, I, will, I won't disagree with you for a long time because this that's just crazy to me. Unfortunately, neither of us will probably be watching this game. The Patriots play at one. The Steelers play at one. I'll be watching the bottom ticker of this, okay? If the Bengals... Pick up a W. Brad, Matt, I'll peep both of you on the Facebook page. I'll give you your props. I'm very interested to see who else thinks that the Bengals even have a shot. Because personally, I don't think they do. That's an interesting take. Just short pass game, just extended runs kind of thing. Maybe reverses, you know, the quick screens. I just, I don't think that the Bengals are going to score more in the Titans than the Steelers did. I don't see them getting to 34. Brad, the amount of people that have peeped your mustache. Dude, what's wrong with the mustache? No, people love it. You need to keep it. Make it a staple, man. Should I show them the haircut? Show them the haircut. Not showing them the haircut. No, show them the haircut. Moving right along. Come on. They just predicted a Bengals win. Show them the haircut. If the Bengals win, I'll show you my haircut. All right, moving right along. The two and four abominable Patriots at the five and two Bills. I do want to point out that two days ago on Friday, this field was covered in snow. Today it's going to rain all day. Please. <laughs> I, keep going, keep going. I, I want you to take this one away. So first of all, this game has the happiest player today in the NFL in Stefan Diggs. He just found out Stefan Gilmore is not playing in this game. Um, I'm just Patriots suck. Bills win. I'll let you talk about your Patriots. I, they, there's no way I could take the Patriots to beat a team. They just lost their best corner. The only thing that they have that's really great on the team or good is their secondary. They just lost the best piece. They can't run. They can't pass. They can't defend the run. And we'll see if they can defend the pass without Gilmore. Pats by 14, Jeff. We honor loyalty and integrity in this show. So I'm glad that you are confident in your Patriots. Bills by 14, AJ. That sounds more right. I don't think that I don't think the Patriots have a chance here. Well, they always have a chance with Bill Belichick. They have a chance, divisional. And I know people want to say, well, look at the history. The Patriots have owned throw everything before this year out the window. There's no Tom Brady. The offense is completely different. There's no Gronk. Edelman's not playing today, I'm pretty sure, right? He's going to miss some time, quote-unquote, with the whole knee scope. He's out. Yeah, the Patriots have mailed it in, man. The Patriots mailed it in. We're going to see a lot of guys. Bill's going to put X-Lex and Bill C. Come on. If you need that, you need that to be a close game. There's no way. I Go ahead, Jeff. What do you got? So, <clears throat> Josh Allen was drafted in 17 or 18? Uh, 17 with Baker and Lamar and Sam yeah. Darnold. Yeah, New England's undefeated against Josh Allen. They're, they're 6-0. and Okay? You could also argue that Tom Brady's undefeated against them and not the Patriots because that's how bad the Patriots have been this year. Maybe it was Tom Brady. Um, it gives me great pleasure to say the Patriots lose. Yeah. Uh, this one's, yeah. Tough. this one's tough for me because I personally, personally, what's that? Didn't they need that blocked punt for a touchdown to beat the bills last year? Didn't Auburn need a kick six to beat Alabama once? I, I'm, I'm just saying that like, yeah, I mean, close games. Uh, not all of them. I mean, that's probably the one. Cl- I just looked at their, their last well, six the Patriots games. Patriots lose I mean, their best player, and the Bills gained Stephon Diggs. And no, no. Hey, you player, listen. Right? Just hear me out. 
You have every reason to believe that the Bills are going to win, and I actually agree with you. But something inside me tells me that today's not the day. It, there, I, can't, I can't even come up with a reason why New England wins this game. I honestly can't. I, I just got done venting to you. I believe it was live on the podcast when I, when I talked about it, but I have, and I'll go in with you guys. New England doesn't have a single offensive weapon Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. That scares any defensive coordinator in this game. Period. The wide receiver grouping for today. <laughs> there's six that are going to play. All six have been undrafted. All six went undrafted. Um, there's the only way that the Patriots win today is if the Bills can't stop, stop a halfback dive in Madden. I mean... It just doesn't make sense. With that being said, Tony, Patriots win this game. The Raiders win the Super Bowl. You heard it here first. With that being said, I like the Patriots defense to do something in this game to give them a chance. And that's going to be enough. Really low scoring in a, in a, a wet, wet, cold Buffalo game. Bills aren't mature enough to win this one. That's that's where I got it. Josh Allen will make enough mistakes to keep New England in this game. And New England is the least talented offensive weapon team in this entire league. I like them really in a really, really close, low-scoring game. Uh, 14, yes. to, 14 to 10. Um, I'm going to actually go completely against that. I think Josh Allen returns to that MVP form from the beginning of the year. And yeah. I think... The, I think I think the Patriots, their boat has a lot of holes in it right now. Yeah. I think today is the day that they officially sink. I think yeah. it could be like a 31-14 or 31-13. I just, the Bills' defense is really good, and the Patriots' offense looks so bad that I, I really, in my heart of hearts, feel like this is like Bills 31-9, 31-10. And, yeah. and then the fire sale before the trade deadline on Tuesday happens, and Everyone knows, like I said, the Patriots boat has a lot of holes in it, and I don't see that if I don't, they don't have the tools to to repair it. I think they yeah. find think today. I think Josh Allen has a huge day. Um, Josh Allen played well last year in the snow. I don't think that bothered him too much. Two years in Buffalo now. Um, I, I I really like the Bills here, and just real quick on Tony saying the Raiders are going to win the Super Bowl. I mean, LOL, obviously, but they have a chance. But with that being said, going back two games, this Raiders Browns game could be a tiebreaker later in the year for one of the wild card spots in the playoffs. So this is actually a massive game for the two of them competing for wild card spots because potentially if they're both 10 and 16 teams or nine and seven teams, this head to head matchup could determine who gets in. So it's a really big game for both these teams this week. Yeah. I guess for me, I guess my closing remarks are two things. For me, this is an on to Cincinnati game. Football fans, Patriot fans understand what that, that means. When Bill said we're on to Cincinnati, that means the whole, the past is the past. We're moving forward, and we're a better football team today than we are yesterday. This is this just screams Patriot upset to me. I just I don't know why the Patriots literally own the Bills. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I won't be shocked with the Bills win today. Let's we'll get that out of the way here. And if the Patriots do lose and drop to two and five, uh, there's there's definitely going to have to be a long hard segment on the pod this coming week about where the Patriots go from here. Because they're truly, at that point, if they lose the Bills, and the Bills are a good team, but they're truly one of the worst teams in the league uh, if you dropped a 2-5. and five. I just, in your weekly pickums, you got the Patriots? I do. Okay. Moving right along. I do. <clears throat> Chargers at Broncos. Chargers. Chargers also, Broncos are beat up. Everyone's beat. Everyone's freaking beat up right now. But yes, De yes. Denver's more beat up, and the Chargers are starting to find their groove. They've been able to score on just about everybody. I think it'll be too much for the Broncos. 
they're starting to fall in. You know, they, they beat up on New England. And I think we got a little, I mean, I think we kind of thought maybe they were better for at least a week. They got dismantled last week. I think they get beat again today. Um, Chargers move to uh, three and four. Again, I earlier in the year when we were doing um, our draft diagnosis and whatnot, yeah. um, everyone was consensus that Joe Burrow was going first. And uh, I, I also said that he was going to go first. And I, I was one that said that the Bengals would trade out of the spot because they, they could get Herbert at five. Herbert ends up going six, and I've been on record saying I think Herbert could be just as good or maybe better than Joe Burrow at the NFL level. I said that way back in our uh, in our early pods, and anyone who's talked to me knows that I was really high in Justin Herbert. And they're both playing better than I thought they would in the NFL. They're both ridiculous. Um, he's a way better quarterback than Drew Locke. They have better weapons than Drew Locke, and they have a better defense than the Broncos. I, the Chargers are a fluke away from beating the Chiefs. Um, they had the Saints dead to rights and lost that game. Some close games against some really tough competition. When the Broncos play tough competition, they just get speed bagged. They're just not a great team. They've got too many injuries. And uh, the, the Chargers are really good. They could easily be a 4-2 and two football team right now. And they're 2-4 and four right now. I could see them ending the season with a positive win-loss. Um, I think they proved to be too much for the Broncos today. I have the Chargers winning fairly comfortably. I have the Chargers at 28-17, I think, is going to be the final here. I like him to win, too. Uh, I don't know a score. Uh, I think I think the conversation we're going to have to have after this year is because they're both been great, but who is better? That's going to be a conversation. And, you know, once once Lawrence gets in this league, probably next year, I, I would have to assume, it's going to be a three-way conversation between those guys. And, you know, Justin Fields might have, um, you know, might have something to do with the conversation. And Tua might have something to do with the conversation. But as of right now, Herbert and Burrow both look great. Both both franchises drafted a quarterback, and today, on November 1st, they're looking at themselves and like, wow, we we made the right move. We got the right guy for our team, and they feel great. I guarantee both franchises feel fantastic moving forward today. They got their guy. And all these quarterbacks that we've just been talking about, when you talk about Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Tua, Herbert, yeah. Burrow, you know, the NFC was so better, so much better for such a long time that all these quarterbacks are coming into the AFC. It's kind of getting crowded over here in the AFC with such great quarterback play. Like the older quarterbacks like Breeze, Brady, Rodgers, um, Wilson, they're all in the NFC. They're all like seasoned veterans. And then in the AFC, outside of Big Ben, even with Mahomes being younger, Outside of Big Ben, all the playoff teams have these relatively younger quarterbacks who are in their first couple of years that are really taking the league by storm. So Justin Herbert's just another guy. Trevor Lawrence will just be another guy. And I think we can all agree that quarterback play is getting better as it comes out of college with each and every year. And it's it's really fun to watch. Deshaun Watson's in the AFC. It's just so many good quarterbacks in the AFC. Yeah. Moving right along here, we'll see if we differ here. The four and three forty ers are at the five and one Seahawks. Well, they're about to be at the five and two Seahawks. I like the 49ers to win this game. I'm sure the Seahawks will be favored. 49ers come in there and they push around the offense and defensive line of the Seahawks. And I think they just dominate it in physical football style fashion. And there's a good chance, you know, if, if the Dolphins end up winning, Cardinals are on a bye. That if the Rams lose and the 49ers win, I believe all four teams will be at five wins in the NFC West. Um, that's kind of what I'm rooting for, for the chaos. I also think that the 49ers defense, we jump ship because of the, some of the injuries early. They have the fifth-ranked defense in the NFL. 49ers, um, they just came off of a win. I think they're going to uh, go on a little streak here. The 49ers definitely have the toughest stretch of games over the next six weeks. Their next five games are brutal, but I believe they get a win at Seattle. What, what say you? I agree. 
So I agree. Uh, I, I've seen enough of the Niners this year to know that their losses are not all on them. They have been struggling to find their way through injury, through just everything, everything that's gone on with them, mostly injury, um, losses on the defensive side of the ball in the offseason. Okay, Jared. It's fair. Just to be clear, Jared, I mean, I'm saying this to everybody. Russ does his thing. Russ will have his numbers. Russ will do his thing. I don't think it's going to be enough because he'll finally get a defense that, just like when they played Miami, there was a defense that was able to kind of contain him, but then they were able to score on him too, or they weren't able to score. I think the Niners are. I think the Niners are able to score. They'll play enough defense to get the job done. I like the Niners to win as well, but Russ, Russ cooks, Russ cooks, but un, un, unfortunately he's probably, uh, I mean, he's not going to get to flame and yawn today. He'll probably get to a sirloin, you know, it won't be enough to, to get the job done on the Niners. I think they're. Who are you with this chop sirloin flame and yawn wagyu? <laughs> um, the Niners have a nail biter to a very good Cardinals team. Then, without Jimmy Garoppolo, they lose to the Eagles with no Jimmy G in a close game. And then Jimmy G comes back hurt, and the Dolphins beat the brakes off him. So, there are three losses outside of the one where Jimmy G was there and they got the brakes beat off him by the Dolphins. They've, in fairly easy fashion, won the rest of their games. Now, to be fair, to be fair, they have four wins, and three of them are the New York teams and the Patriots. So this team, we're going to find out a lot about them, but through seven games, Kyle Shanahan, I believe, is a top three coach. And, um, Jared, that's totally fair because in close matchups, you, you take the most important position at quarterback and you say, who's better? And I don't think there's a player in the league, only maybe Mahomes, that I would take over Russ. And that's why they're 5-1 and one, is because of Russ. So – I, I can't fault you at all for saying Seahawks because of Russell Wilson. There's really no way I can argue with that because he is playing at an elite level unlike any other quarterback in the league. I know he had three interceptions last game. That was very uncharacteristic. Um, Seahawks 31-20 again. I, <sighs> it's so hard because it's Russ versus a more balanced team. But it's yeah. like Russell yeah. Wilson so good. For, for me, this is one of the, the many coin flip games today. I, we could very easily be wrong here. You're going Niners, I'm going Niners. We could very easily be wrong. This one wouldn't shock me even in the slightest, especially because the, the Seahawks are at home. Not that it's going to truly matter. But first off, Kyle, I didn't know you were a Seahawks fan. You need to, you need to back your team more on the, on the Facebook page, man. We didn't even know we had any Seahawks fans following us. Really? I didn't know that either. Yeah, yeah, so... I mean, we've been on your team, so you haven't really needed to defend them so much. We've been, we've been pretty much uh, on their bandwagon all year. We're finally starting to get off. I think we've, I, we had them. We had them on the top ten, up in the five four spot. They were yeah. slowly while winning. We were yeah. just waiting for that game where they got beat to drop them because it's literally yeah. the team sucks. But Russell Wilson is so freaking good that it's like he just pulls it out of a hat, and it's just un unreal. I mean, he had three picks and still put up, what was it, 34 points on the Cardinals with three picks? Yeah. I, he's just, yeah. he's unreal. I just, Kyle, I, I like the 49ers. Does the run game, does the Niners run game struggle with backs being down? That's Last, I checked, question. Chris Carson's out too. That's a good question, Kyle. But like I've been saying like all week, it doesn't seem to matter what name is on the back of these jerseys. I yeah. mean, one week it's Tevin Coleman. One week it's Mostert. One, it was Matt Breida last year. They had McKinnon for a minute. It's like it, the way Kyle Shanahan opens up this offense through play calling and the lateral movement and some yeah. of the speed at receivers, and they have a tank offensive line. And lock it 15 for two. He's I think gonna, he's, he's talking about last week. He's talking about last week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he did. I just – I don't think – that the um, that running back particularly matters. I think anybody could have a good run game on the 49ers system. You know, D Dan's picking Seahawks 31-20. You know, truthfully, that's like the one matchup that I think Seattle can exploit 
maybe I'm wrong here. Do the Niners have corners that can match up with DK and Lockett? Apparently, from what we've seen so far, nobody has nobody. corners. Nobody. Russell Wilson literally hands it off to him 40 yards down the field. Yeah, he the, tor- they torched New England, and New England has a fantastic secondary. They torched them. Nothing away from DK. Take nothing away from Tyler Lockett. They're great. And with Russell Wilson, in terms of fantasy, take anybody from the Seahawks passing game. They, they've been unbelievable. They've been unbelievable. And DK might be able to go for two touchdowns. Does Dunlap make a difference? I believe yeah. you immediately see a difference right away. Yeah. yeah. Dunlap can play. He's good for a sack and a half. Like, he's good for, for a sack every other game. He, he's going to add, through the rest of the year, he's going to add anywhere from four to eight sacks for you guys. He's going to help in the run stop. And he's been as good as he is, and he's been playing without confidence because he plays for the Bengals. Now here's, he's got a chance I, rings. Yeah, here's what I like most about that signing. And I don't know if Adams is going to play today, but let's – when he comes back, they're one of the few teams in this entire league that have a stud veteran captain-type player at every every dimension of the defense. You got Dunlap on the line. You got Bobby Wagner, one or two top linebackers in this league in the middle. And then you have Jamal Adams in the secondary. What? No, I, I was saying uh, Bobby Wagner's number one. Yeah, I yeah, I, I think he is too. But a lot of people actually have uh, Warner from the Niners as number one. It's Fred Warner and I think Levante David. Yeah, from- David's good too. In, in the conversation. I'm sorry if yeah. I'm missing from anyone's team, but uh, actually, next right next to Levante David, Devin White starting to. Uh, the Buccaneers have the best linebacking core in the league, and ain't close. <laughs> Between those two and Griffin, uh, or Sha- I'm sorry, Barrett, Shaquille Barrett. That I mean, Tampa I Bay has Devin Bush was still in. No, it's better than the Steelers, and the Steelers is damn good. Linebacking, linebacking, Brad. T.J. Watt, Bud Dupree, Devin Bush. Dude, T.J. Watt plays down half the time. He's a defensive end. He is a He's pass rusher. He's a pass rusher. Yeah, a pass rushing linebacker in a three four system. Dear Lord, you guys, I'm gonna put a poll up later. I'm gonna put a poll up later. You guys tell me who's who's linebackers only. We're just talking linebackers here. Who the best in the league is? I guarantee it's a runaway, dude. The Bucks are loaded. Saying Shaq Barrett, Devin White, and Levante David, and I'm saying Bud Dupree, T.J. Watt, Devin Bush, but he's out, so I'm giving it to the to the Buccaneers. I agree. Ah, God, it's. Yeah. Thank you, Jared. That's what I'm talking about. Barrett's list, Barrett is listed as an outside linebacker. Well, so is Jay Watt, so relax. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. We're moving right We're moving right along. Someone hey, right along. for us. Go ahead. David Nutter, good morning. Thanks for joining. The 4-2 and two Saints are at the 5-2 and two Bears. I think we both know where we're going. I'll, I'll go ahead and start. I like the Bears here. Uh, one reason, one reason only. Um, first off, I think the Bears are good enough to bounce back. I think they're one of those teams that can bounce back. Second, I don't like Drew Brees outside, especially not in very cold Chicago. Uh, if we're talking he's outside in Miami, fine, whatever, we'll let it go. But I don't like him outside of a dome, and I especially don't like him in Chicago. I think the Bears get a close one here. I think the Saints look mediocre, but do enough. I like 24-20. I think Nick Foles is a mirror quarterback, and the better quarterback he plays against, the better he plays. And the worse the quarterback he plays against, the worse he plays. I don't understand it. Like, he plays so good against other great quarterbacks and then plays so bad against the average ones. Yeah. That being said, I I think this comes down to a physical matchup, and the Bears just up front. I don't think Alvin Kamara is able to put up the numbers he puts up in that in the dome on the turf that, that he can do that at Soldier Field. I'm not saying he'll be completely neutralized, but I think the Bears' defense keeps him in this game, and the offense is able to do enough. The Bears' D has a big game. Yeah, Daniel, I'm, I'm going that too, man. I, I just like I like what the Bears can do in a bounce-back situation, and I don't like what the Saints are going to do. Brad, you are in a fishbowl. That means I don't know what that means either. Does that mean your mic sounds like you're swallowing it or something? I'm confused. I hope not. Yeah. 
we all, it always seems like this live show has mic issues as we get later into the pods and guys, we're sorry for that. We're going to, we're going to keep it moving here. Um, probably the most uneventful Sunday night football game that actually sounds like it's going to be eventful. The two and five Cowboys are at the two, four and one Eagles. What's that? It's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be great too. Uh, the Cowboys are without Dak. They're without Dalton and they're going to be, they're going to be starting this guy named, is it Delucci? Is that it? Danucci? I just don't want my mic to suck, man. It's my phone. Well, here, here's here's the thing, guys. When when you guys say his his mic sucks, he's you guys aren't hearing his actual mic. You're hearing his phone. Yeah. So like oh. my phone's just a speaker. I, I don't know what to really do about it. Yeah. Unfortunate. We're just gonna have to keep going. We got two yeah. games left. Yeah, we're we're getting to the end here. Um, I like the Eagles to win strictly because. The Eagles are one of the most injured teams in the league, but they're less injured than the Cowboys. <laughs> and I like Carson to get the job done on Sunday Night Football at home. I, I just like uh, Eagles have a better quarterback, and their defensive line is going to overpower the Cowboys' offensive line. Um, rookie quarterback under a lot of pressure. Carson Wentz versus one of the league's worst defenses. And also Pete Chris Hoffman, Eagles fan. I believe the the numbers he gave me is he has Eagles thirty five to ten. So make sure you holler at him if that score is somewhat close or if it's somewhat far away. But I told him I'd peep him. I don't know if it'll be that big, but Cowboys are a dumpster fire, train wreck, nightmare, yeah. whatever you want to call them. Moving right along here, I think this is a uh, I think this is a runaway. The five and two Bucks are at the one and six Giants. I got the Bucks. Uh, relatively big. I think if there's any chance that Drew Brees is able to regain the passing touchdown mark, it will be rebroken on Monday night uh, by Brady again. Uh, we'll see, though. I, I think Brady, this is his last game without Antonio Brown. The wide receivers seem to be somewhat uh, healthy at this point. Gronk's that fractured finger. Godwin is out. I believe he's been called out. If someone wants to fact check me on that, I believe I saw it yesterday or two days ago. He's going to be out this weekend. It's going to be Mike Evans and Scotty Miller. I still like Evans, Scotty Miller, and actually the rookie Tyler Johnson has been getting in there. I like them to get enough done against this really bad Bucks team or uh, Giants team. And I, I like Leonard Fournette in, in, the, in the cold weather running downhill <laughs> game. Tampa Bay is my survivor pick this week. Great pick, yeah. Easy. Yeah. Great pick, Jeff. Uh, yeah, Bucks win big. What do you think? Thank you, Jared. Um, yeah, the only way the Giants have a chance to win this game is if Eli Manning comes back because he plays so well against Brady. I don't think that's happening. God. Duh. God. <laughs> Tampa Bay is going to run away with this game. It's not uh... big um, I think that they're able to uh, – I don't know if there's any part of the Giants team that scares the Bucks. This actually might even be a shutout on Monday night. And if the Giants are smart and they want to get picks to help that defense, I heard an interesting take from Greg Jennings this week. Golden Tate could be a great addition to the Packers. A veteran who can run all the routes from all the different positions, relatively healthy. And Stranahan. Um, <laughs> Michael Strahan, Jared, come on. Um, Give Matt his props here. Cowboys drafted C.D. Lamb, but won't help them see them playoffs. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> the Giants oh, are Lord. The Buccaneers are really good. Um, like I said, I think Golden Tate would be a great fit in uh, at Green Bay. Healthy veteran wide receiver can run all the routes. Um, yeah. They need a – it's all right, Jared. I got you. Um they need help on defense. They could use the picks. Um, time to mail it in. Buccaneers might actually, like I said, shut them out, but they'll win by three touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, I like Brady to to get a couple of TDs thrown, and I like actually Leonard Fournette to get a big game too, even though Ronald Jones has been in there. I've, I think in this kind of game where it's going to be a cold one, and that's not going to matter much to Brady, but they're going to want to run it enough. I think Leonard Fournette has a solid game. He's probably, in my opinion, a better play than Ronald Jones in these type of games. We'll see, though. 
if you're in PPR leagues, I think Leonard Fournette, you know, on a 50-50 rushing effort, he gets a lot more of the passing calls. So yeah. Fournette might be better, but Rojo's no joke. Yeah. Well, guys, that's every game. Uh, first off, I hope you guys enjoyed the 10 o'clock time frame based off the viewers. Um, it looked like you did. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's where we're going to be at moving forward. It wasn't just for this, uh, this time change. I think we are going to try and roll with the, the 10 o'clock because yep. that's what you guys voted for on the Facebook page. And it sounds like that's what's successful and it looks like that's what's successful. So, and you still have two more hours before the game starts and you can still get where you got to go. If you're going to go to beat ups, you can still set your lineups. You can still watch your favorite countdown shows. So I hope this is, uh, what you guys wanted so yep go Steelers my guys good luck to yeah. all your teams yeah uh go Patriots you know last week we talked a little bit of college football we're not going to do that today because there was no college football yesterday um <laughs> all right guys take care uh Patriots win today that's all I know so all right oh goodness <laughs> with that See being you guys. said take care in. go Pats <laughs>